Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. There you go. Bam. How's that now? How's this now? You're good. You're good. And then Zencaster's going. And yeah, and now you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes. Chad. Okay. Yeah, Chad, get over there. Take two. Chad, you could yeah, Chad, get on over there. Because you're I you're synced pretty great. Yeah. Your, your lips, your lips are beautiful. And they're you're you lining some, up with the sounds that you're making. I don't know if I'd go that far. You've got handsome lips, Dallin. Come on, man. So do I, man. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna compliment your lips, but I didn't want it to get weird. No, it's okay. We're two we're two respectable men. Just compliment each other's lips. You know? Just like they did in eighteen the eighteen forties. The, the, the lips episode. Lips episode. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're gonna go through all the ghosts in the mansion and all of their lips. Top ten ghost lips. Quick, Dan, what's your number what's your number one ghost lips in the haunted mansion? Uh Ezra. Best lips. Ezra. Okay. You know what? I would probably, I would say, I would say the mummy. You can't even see his lips. It's covered in bandages. They're so dry. You don't want to French kiss a mummy, dude. That's Just the so bird's worst. Bees there. It'll take care of it. No, it's going to take many <laughs> applications of bird's bees to rehydrate <laughs> the crusty old lips, bro. All right. Yeah. Aquaphor. Let's go aquaphor on there. That'll take care of it. Miracle. Take, TV miracle hands. That you can only get in like Bed Bath and Beyond and like weird okay, gardening I, stores. I'm imagining com- a commercial now where it's just like rehydrate your lips, and it's just an undead mummy like applying yeah. chapstick. Are you an old? Rig- you have old dead mummy lips, but we've tested our chapstick on real mummies, and <laughs> we kiss them, and we kiss, we kiss the Nile, we kiss the Nile. We tasted all seven plagues. Was it seven or eight? I can't remember. Too many. Um, so we're here talking about the Han Mansion and history. Where did we leave off what, last time? So I, I, I believe we left off on the uh, sort of tail end of like the 1970s. So like Haunted Mansion Disneyland was open. Haunted Mansion at Disney World was open. We started comparing them a little bit. And today I wanted to start with... Uh, opening day mansion at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom and how the weird story of how it sort of improved on the the Disneyland uh, oh, what, the so Disneyland was, mansion. Was it was the building built by the time uh, Disney World opened in seven? Like, yeah, it was an opening day. Opening day. But yeah, was, it the, was, all the ride, was the ride open or just the facade the was built? This is not like Disneyland. The ride was open for guests oh, to experience really? on day, October first, nineteen seventy-one. Oh, wow! And that must people must have been hyped. That's a that's a great ride. It's a well. And it also, it is really weird to think about. But the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland and the Haunted Mansion at Disney World opened two years apart. So I know lots of people right? have never been on the Haunted Mansion at that point. In right. general, so. This is the story of how the Haunted Mansion was amazing at Walt Disney World and how it crippled it destroyed another ride at the at the parks at, at oh, the magic okay. kingdom so where does the magic kingdom mansion start so it starts um 
with a little house in on the prairie. Let me see if was that a little house on the prairie. Sorry, it's just where my brain. Yeah, a little tiny house on the prairie. It started with the Harry Packer Mansion in Pennsylvania. Now you can probably oh. look up a picture of this, or there'll be a visual aid. But there is a house called the Harry Packer Mansion. I live in Pennsylvania. Well, there you go. If you ever get the chance, that is the uh, the the original. Sort of, what city? Do we know? That couldn't tell you. Uh, let me do a quick Google search here. Google powers activate. Uh, Jim Thorpe? Is that a city in Pennsylvania? Are you kidding me? I love going there. I got a water bottle with a crystal in it last time I was there. It really doesn't do much, but you're drinking water that has soaked in crystal energy. And I guess and that's, that's, I go there all the time, dude. Come visit me and I'll take you there. It's like 20 we'll minutes from my house. Mansion. Yeah. Yes, let's I do think, it. Okay. Yeah, man. I got a spare bedroom. Come visit, buddy. We'll, we'll get a room since it's a hotel and we'll get a room and yeah. we'll do a live recording from the real haunted mansion. Oh my gosh. Yes. I am it's so hyped. I didn't know this. Away. I now have go. a new yeah. reason to love Jim Thorpe uh, in addition to all the reasons I already did. So this is great. Thanks, buddy. Exactly. All the many, like his, uh, his last name, Thorpe. Yeah, well, he was really, an Olympian. He, he was an Olympian. There. He got his shoes stolen, and then he was—he had to like run the hundred meter dash. So he just scounged, he just scavenged two shoes out of trash cans, two different sizes, put them on, won the gold medal, married a strange Whoa, woman, okay. died, and she sold his body to a random town that meant nothing to him in Pennsylvania that they buried him in and named the town after because they were looking to put their name on the map. So that's the story of this small town of Jim Thorpe, PA. They just stole an old Olympian's body and buried it in a coal town and just, but hey, beautiful downtown. Great store to buy crystal water bottles. They buried him in the the town square. (laughs) Beautiful town. I can't wait to take you, dude. I can't wait to go. But that's, so it was based on Pennsylvania. Wow. See, because it was in Liberty Square, right? Instead of New Orleans right, Square, Disneyland, right, where it's based right. on the Shipley Lidecker, which is more antebellum, more fitting of New Orleans. So this was more fitting of the, you know, New England look that they were going for kind of thing. Yeah. I, rem- I remember, I see pictures of it all the time, and it's it was just as stately from the day it opened as it was today, as it is today. Yeah, I'd love to go back. And so let me look to my notes here. Um, the Haunted Mansion, more or less, was given a star treatment when the park first opened. Mm. They had taken everything from Disneyland and improved it. They made um, their new scenes. There were new effects that weren't present in the Disneyland Mansion. They plussed it in every single way. One of the new scenes was an empty hallway with two spiders on either side of you, which I guess was scary. It just seemed a little bit of a like a filler. But yeah, there were more not scenes. like bugs, man. Yeah. Some people do not like bugs. And apparently, uh, that's enough to to, to just put an entire scene in the Haunted Mansion just for these two spiders. They they weren't moving. They would shuffle around sometimes, just like shake, (laughs) like wind was being blown on them. Oh, yeah. These rubber spiders sticking to the spider web. That today is now replaced, but we'll get to that at some future point when we talk about changes to the Haunted Mansion. But... Uh, there was, you would ride past Little Leota in your Doom Buggies now instead of going up the little right. uh, moving walkway, that sort of thing. And the Haunted Mansion, really, VIP treatment. But when Walt Disney World opened, 
there was not uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was not open, was not operating. Right. They hadn't even begun on Pirates of the Caribbean because they thought people in Florida, you know the story, pirates are very familiar. They thought people in Florida wouldn't care to have pirates, which is a weird disconnect to me because you think like Disneyland is mostly locals. Disney World is mostly tourists, right? You feel like they'd pick up on like, not everyone going to Disney World is going to be a local, but whatever. They thought the locals wouldn't appreciate the pirates because there was already Yeah, it's like because most of them are already missing an eye, most of their teeth, one of their legs. It's just like, they don't, they're just like, (laughs) yo, no, 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 dude. If you live in Florida, you are you you're bathing in orange juice regularly, all yeah. right? You there's like you have vitamin C every, you can just MCO. you just eat scoops of soil and get vitamin C in, in Florida, all right? <laughs> <Yeah>. You come <laughs> scurvy's the least of their problems, but they're losing eyes and legs left and right. So I'm yeah, pirates <laughs> It's a negative representation of me at Disney World. We just lost so many fans. So many Florida fans <laughs> are looking down at their one leg or looking over in the mirror into their one eye and being like, hey, you of sons of bitches. I'll <laughs> have you know that my grandma still has her leg. <clears throat> yeah, it's a different story. Um, so Last minute, everyone was going into Walt Disney World. They were experiencing these rides like it's a small world, Peter Pan's Flight, the Haunted Mansion. And these were all massive successes. And they, they were things that most of the people visiting uh, were from the East Coast because they had never been to Disneyland. They'd never gone that far west back in right. those days. But they had oh, heard wow. of this crazy ride that Walt Disney had made a couple of years prior called Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. And they were looking around and wondering why we have an improved version of the haunted mansion, but we do not have pirates of the Caribbean at all. Right. And so the direct effect of haunted mansion, the people, being, the, people the peg legged people of Florida wanted representation. Is what we're saying. Yes. They're like, they well, I, I don't right? see myself on any of these rides. I come <laughs> here his- and spend all my $14 to get into this park. This is the seventies book. So you can't like, bring yeah. the bottle of grog into the Magic Kingdom. I'm sorry. Yeah. You have to leave it outside. Yeah, sir. You have to be able to at least stand on your one leg in order to get in here. <laughs> <laughs> but what about my pet parrot? Can I bring him in? Oh, my God. Pluto's Kennel Club's right over there. You can leave him there. Uh, it was a great establishment. Yeah, yeah. Really Future high reputation when it comes to taking care of parrots. We'll, we'll, we'll figure not. out a way to talk about it because there's a dog in the ride. So we'll figure it out. There is a dog. And this is, keep in mind, this is not foolish pirates. This is foolish mortals. We're going to get back to the haunted mansion here in a second. Right. Because it does tie in. Um, So Pirates of the Caribbean was a rush job because of how amazing Haunted Mansion was at the Magic Kingdom. They blew through constructing and opening it. I believe it opened just a couple of years after Disney, after, after the park opened. Um, Right, because there, there, so was this, there was this big plan for Thunder, that, that big, you know, like big Thunder Mountain kind of Thunder Mesa right. situation. And that obviously was recycled into Paris at a later date. But um, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean was opened two years after the park opened, and it was missing probably 60% of the scenes that were in the Disneyland yeah. version. And well, I could talk about that. I could make an entire video on my channel about just how... Oh, terrible. I, I, be- I, I believe there's good. some connection, right? There's some pirate mansion connection we'll get into later, I'm sure. I've heard of it. I've heard yeah. of it. Something about mom jeans or something? I I can't remember. Jeans, jeans, jeans and feet? Jeans that feet. 
Jeans and yeah, feet? something like that. Jeans and feet? <laughs> Jeans and feet. <laughs> Whoa, this podcast got real weird real fast. Hey, welcome, to, about uh, welcome to Dallas and Dan's Jeans and Feet. This is, this is offhand Disney after hours. <laughs> Anything goes here. Especially so when it comes to mansion. jeans and feet. <laughs> There's really nothing out, out, out of question here. So... <laughs> <laughs> so the interior of Pirates of the Caribbean was sorely lacking at Disney World. It sorely was, lacking. Yeah. It was missing the treasure scene. It was missing the explosive barrels scene at the end. But meanwhile, right. the interior at the Haunted Mansion was updated to sort of say, to say the least, because it was updated the the ride, the scenes that were already existing at the Disneyland Mansion were kept mostly the same. There were a few yeah. changes here and there in the attic and so so forth, so 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 much and so forth. What's that, what's that saying? So on and so forth. Yeah, so on and so forth. There you go. You got it. I'm, buddy. I'm still thinking about jeans and feet. So. Hey, who is it? You know what I mean? Like, who is it? Who is it? It's running through my mind all the time. So the interior was very much designed uh, on um, not New Orleans mansions, not, you know, New England mansions, but on old England mansions, castles in Europe. Right. Lots of woodworking. Yeah. Gargoyles. You see gargoyles. That's very French. Right. In the uh, the stretching room. It's, 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 it's a big, coach. it's a big like make a re, like a like a remix of like all kinds of that kind of European architecture. It right. really, it's very once you get inside, yeah, yeah, really, it is. Yeah, and you know what I've always said about the the two haunted mansions is that Disneyland they built it, uh, but like it was clear that they didn't know what they were doing when they built the building, and they kind of like right. fit everything in there, and it kind of feels a little bit like a. Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights kind of maze in that like you look up and nothing's really finished. You, you feel like you're yeah. in a warehouse in Disneyland. You feel like you're in a warehouse, but in Florida, they, they, they did some really great storytelling and set building so that you felt like you're more in a house. You felt like you were in hallways. Okay. You felt like you were in rooms. It didn't it feel like you were yeah, Oh yes, yes, yes. Didn't doesn't feel like a set. The Disneyland feels right. like a set often. Yeah, because you can see it feels like you're. I wouldn't say it feels like a set, but it feels like you're like riding through a movie where you can see a, like yeah, right, lighting right, right. and how different and things are done. But it's that loading Disney zone, world. though. Like the loading queue is so different and so be- so much the, better in Florida. You're telling me you don't like the the empty void of nothingness? I mean, it works for the haunted mansion holiday, but it doesn't work for much <laughs> anything else. I always think to myself, what is this supposed to be? You know what, though? Pirates has the same thing, and at least they figured out what to do with Pirates. Because Pirates on the other side of the loading has a big empty void space, but they just put a little yeah. sh- a pirate ship silhouette. This is this is Foolish oh, Peg Legs. To, this episode, <laughs> episode two, Foolish Peg Legs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they Pirates uses that void. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, but yeah, it, uh, uh, but Florida fixes that by putting the portraits in the void. Yes, Florida, there's walls. It feels like, I know there's a wall, there's a black wall back there somewhere, but it feels very open. And in, in, in Florida, it's the unused, okay, this is opening another can of worms. These are the unused original Mark Davis changing portraits that were going to be at Disneyland, but ended up, you know, oh, being scrapped. right, right. You'll see characters like Dracula. You'll see characters like the Witch of the Wajasees that you don't see at Disneyland. The, the who of the what? 
which of the Wajasids? I don't even know how to spell that second word. I just know how to say it. What is this witch? Who is, who is, what does she do? I know you've done a video on her, buddy. She's a woman in the bayou and she has a cat and I believe a candle. But she's not the tiger lady. It is a different lady. Are they all, are they all based on like where Mark Davis and them, like basing them on some real, like, like legends and folk tales and like spooky stories or are they just making stuff up? Each of the, which of the Walpurgis, sorry, Walpurgis, not Wadjassies. I I am I stand corrected. I th- oh, you but know what? She, I think Wadjassies is one of the gifts the Magi brought Jesus. <laughs> I think so. It's like frankincense, myrrh, and Wadjassies. And Wadjassies, right? yeah. Frankincense, myrrh, and Wadjassies, I believe. Yeah. And Jesus is like, thanks for the frankincense and myrrh. What yeah. am I supposed to do with the Wadjassies? You know what? It makes a great cooking oil. Yeah. You can fry <laughs> chicken up really well good in it. Or that donkey rode in on whatever you need to eat, honey. Just eat. Hey, man, he's probably tired. He's this kid is huge, honey. You had just had a, <laughs> he had a big baby, and he's got he's about to go on to do some big stuff. So you're gonna need to right. fry that donkey up and feed it to him. You know what? He's a, he's the immortal savior of all humanity. He's probably hungry. He just came out of you. Why don't you just fry this donkey up in this watch of season? <laughs> just give him. So we have turkey legs at Disneyland. We'll have donkey legs in Bethlehem. <laughs> Holy land, holy land, watch a sea fried donkey legs. <laughs> this is a very religious podcast, if you guys know. We're talking about haunted churches. And you know what, though? It's, you know what? The spooky duplex gets visited by spooky the spooky equivalent of Mormons or whatever, if we're going to go deep into this thing. Is that, <laughs> I guess we're going in. We're you know going what? In. Let's go The in. idea of haunted mansion implies afterlife, which implies religion, which implies the discussion. Of, it's going to happen. There you have it, everyone. So you look at this witch of the, what's her name? I forgot it again already. So it's like a very pale woman standing in like a cave. She's got a demon behind her. She's holding a black cat, some esoteric symbols floating. And then the picture would change. So the very pale witch woman would become like a black goat. And it's very satanic imagery. And I think that's why they decided to cut it. Yeah, we don't need no Satanism in Disney World. But she is still the unchanged, non-black goat version of her is still in the ride at Disney World. Right. I just think there's something truly unsettling about a, a woman turning into a goat that I don't think you'd really be able to explain to your child easily. You know what I you mean? Never want, you never want to be on a first date. It's, and, like, it's, uh, like... it's a deal breaker for me, at least. What, turning into a goat? Yeah, she goes, you know, just so you know, after midnight, every year, Friday the 13th, I turn into a black goat. If she if she's gorgeous and and there's probably just one or two Friday the 13th every couple of you know, every year. Right. It doesn't right, happen but, often. Yeah. If this is only a two day a year goat situation and she's beautiful and she's revealed this to me. And I've like it's like, thank you for sharing your goat your goat curse vulnerabilities. I still yeah, love no, you. Right. You know what I mean? And she's like, you still love my goat soul. I'm like, I definitely do. You're beautiful. Come on, get it together. You just turn around your clothes closet every night though. Make hey, sure she's hey. not eating your shirt. Well, but you know, you know what though? That's fine. We'll just go. We'll do like, we'll pull like an Edward Cullen. Like we'll just go to the woods. Like whenever a Friday the 13th rolling around and we'll just find a grassy meadow. So at least, you know, Virgin she's like, can't. right. No, no, you know, you should want to keep this organic. If you want to feed your your spooky, cursed goat, beautiful girlfriend cans, you want to get her like organic, like wheatgrass and like raspberry. What do goats eat? 
Well, the real question is: Is she going to remember what she did when she comes back? From the right? Movie? Is she still sent? Is she still all there as a goat? Oh, right. Or is she, yes? Are we getting to like the Pixar soul thing? Does does she live in the existence of the goat, or when she becomes the goat, she just possesses the pure energy of Satan with those weird slotted eyes, and like that's just what she's bringing to us? Well, now we're to open up another again, another <laughs> whole kind of worms with the goat eyes. I could go on about that for hours. Okay, 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 okay. So. What, what other do we have to go? We are so far off topic. We have we to go are, back to the we're mansion. Not. We're also we're talking about the changing portraits. So oh, they're, right, they're right. based on urban legends. So this one obviously is based off of the old Satan worshiping witch who lives in the woods. You also have one that called old the bag. Drifter. Yeah, just every town has that legend, you know? Yeah. Uh, you have the drifter who's a sketchy looking man walking into town. Right. Who would change, I believe, into... It was called the Drifter. He would carry like a knife. And so there was Jack the Ripper, April through December, who comes in later to Pirates of the Caribbean. Murder mystery podcasts are super in right now with like, you know, suburban moms. We need to bring that changing portrait back. I, I, you know what? I agree. I, I think if we put, we, we take out uh, the, the, the Black Knight, the guy who's on the horse, replace it. Yeah. I think. Who needs? Okay, it's a skeleton horse. I've seen that. It, it's it's in Lego sets everywhere. Yeah, it's the headless horseman. Come We've on, we've seen skeleton horses. Yeah, one hundred percent. That one meme where like the skeletons like of a horse, and then they have got like a human, like is like down, like in the same bizarre. You know that <laughs> that that it's. We've I'm got, sure we're all familiar. We've got it. It's it's on the pic. It's on the screen right now. They see it. They see it. There you go. They and, they know what they know, you know what, what I'm talking about. This is a perfect Me opportunity to say I'm that cool. if you're listening on iTunes, you should be watching on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, you can listen on iTunes, Spotify, and all those other places. Find us Facebook, Twitter. There's just going to be a, a scroll on the bottom. Just has all of our links and stuff. Yeah, we got we got a lot of links, and you know what? You know we got a lot of also. Changing portraits to talk about. We got a lot. <laughs> you keep bringing me back, buddy. I love it. What other ones were there? Changing portraits. Okay, so we have Rasputin. Have you ever seen this one? No. It is a picture of the historical real person, Grigory, I believe, Rasputin. Yeah. From the uh, from the Russian Revolution. Yeah. And he would just be sitting there. Yeah, just sitting there with his hands kind of like this, and he he had a, he would grow an eye in the middle of his forehead that would get bigger. And bigger and bigger until it took up the whole portrait. Wow, that was one. That's some Charlie Manson stuff. It is. It is. It's. It's very unnerving when you look at the portrait. That that would have made. That would have been spooky for me. It's. It's almost kind of funny though, too, because like the second to last changing portrait, he's just got huge cartoon eyes, and it's kind of hilarious. Oh, really? The last one is just like a big eye in the spot of his like where his head would be. So that's a little Oh, weird. like that Tim Burton movie. Kind of like that Tim Burton movie. Big Eyes. Oh, was he? did he do it? Big Eyes? Uh, yes, the painting. I know what you're talking about. I'm now. saying yes. Big Eyes. E-Y-E-S. Not Big Guy. The movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there would be a one of Dracula, of course, turning into a bat. Oh, that's cool. There would be, there would be one of, if they call it, there's got multiple names. There's Damned Man. Damned Man. Or just Faust is another one. And it Ooh. is a, yeah, it's a painting of an old grouchy man sitting in a chair. And it would change to, he is now a puddle of ashes and fire and soot on the chair. And behind the chair, leaning over him, 
would be the devil holding a contract to his soul that said sold. So it was him selling his soul to the devil. Lots of, do you think, question, do you think any of the Imagineers were into Satan? Because there's lots of Satan stuff in this in these changing portraits. Well, I think what's interesting is that the idea of evil, what we're getting is this really beautiful kind of like, like, you know, like we've drilled the iceberg of the 70s and we found that layer of what they considered to be borderline what is just enough to upset grandma, but have dad be right. like, mom, come on. It's just Satan. You know? It's, so, it's <laughs> yeah, it's just the devil, you know, like we're getting this core sampling of like, of like, what was that? Ex- like, what was the, th- I'm fascinated. This is fascinating to me. Right. Cause if we were to, to do this now, they, if we were to do this like, now, what would the, what would the portraits be today? Right. And I'm wondering, these are the ones they turned down after Mark Davis and the Imagineers had kind of painted them already. What are the ones that they, the Imagineers went up to Walt or whoever was in charge and said, this right. is what we want to do. And they said, you can't even, they, we're not okay. even going to try to draw. What's, a, what's a good what one right now? What's down? what? Yeah. What think, th- come on. What's got, you got to be one we can think of right now. What's oh, a good one? Uh, well, I'm, I got my brain on Satan, but I don't know what I would, I don't know what I would do. One, don't you? Um, That's the real problem. So they, you know what? Actually, this is an intervention about your brain Satan problem. How you're always oh. thinking about Satan. <laughs> Listen, man, he's so charming. That's this pro. That's the problem, dude. You got to watch out. I was sitting at the store and I was like, dang, and I really, I really need this Kit Kat bar. And then some guy came up to me and was like, hey man, you're eternal soul. And I'll get you two Kit Kat bars. I was like, that's a, f- what? Of course. I signed and I got my two Kit Kats. I don't you, know. But the question is when you ate them, do you do you just eat one Kit Kat at a time? Take a or bite right out of the bar. Okay, so you so how do you feel about a big cat? How do you feel about the big cat? Because I the like big, the big cat. Just what's the, the is it just one big kit one cat? One big Kit Kat. Yeah, man. You gotta check out See, the that sounds, that sounds more appropriate for me because people get mad when I take a yes. bite out of the middle of the big You gotta cat. check the out the big cat. The big cat. That's the only way you gotta. Yeah. Hey, Kit Kat, so, you want to send us free Kit Kats? Let us know. Yeah, we have a uh, hashtag box. not sponsored. <laughs> um, so <laughs> these changing portraits, if we're coming up with our own changing portrait, they're based on urban legends or myths, right? So, like, what I'm th- I'm picturing like a woman driving, and like it's you're looking through the windshield of a car onto a woman driving, and there's some headlights in the background shining on her. And then when the lightning flashes in the changing portrait hallway, there's a guy with a big old butcher knife in the back seat, and then it flashes back to normal. Ooh, that's, you ever heard of that that's a legend? One. Yeah, that's a, a flashing headlight. Yeah, there you go. Like I don't know, something like I'm that. I'm imagining right? like a portrait of the George Washington Bridge, and it's full of cars. And then the lightning flashes, and the George Washington Bridge has no cars on it. And Chris Christie is standing there wearing a construction <laughs> yeah. hat, smiling hugely. <laughs> yeah, that is probably. Too scary to put in the <laughs> Only like seven people watching this podcast has got to get that joke. Oh, and you know what, honey? That joke was for you, baby. I, I, you're welcome. I'm glad you got that chuckle. I chuckled too. <laughs> oh, you know what? I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like the dog. Like I like the idea of the the stabby stabby. Stabby Stabby is always something good to put in the haunted mansion. Everyone likes a good Stabby Stabby. Oh, there's what would be a good IP tra- transforming? What's a good Disney property character? And Ooh. if you guys have good suggestions, leave a comment below. Let us know a good folklore 
one that you like, but also what's a good, what's a, what are some good transforming characters? Uh, the, some spooky ones. Oh, a toy story. Um, like, like the, the, the baby head with the spiders, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, the Sid's toy. So it's, so it'd be like, it would be Buzz and like Woody, like, like standing there, like when it would, when it would go, you know, you'd get like the spook. I don't know. I no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking along those lines. If you could have like Jack Skellington in a pumpkin patch, and then when the lightning flashes, he turns right. into like Santa Claus. Sure, for sure, sold on that. People would people would say, "Hey, this is worth shutting down the normal mansion for a third of the year." Right, 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 right. Uh, oh, the evil queen turning into the witch with the apple. Yes, that'd be a, that'd be a good perfect, one. perfect. Good Something one. about Chernabog, since Chernabog is literally the devil, and right. Disney's got a thing for the devil. So you put Chernabog in there somewhere. Just a picture of Bald Mountain that when the lightning flashes, it turns into Chernabog on Bald Mountain. In in like two or three months, when Disney and the Devil a History comes on my channel, people are gonna be like, "Hey, I remember what I watched the podcast where you got that idea." It's a good primer. So speaking of Stabby Stabby, though, there was an unused changing portrait that was called Gladys Payne. Oh, and it was a woman, a woman named Gladys, and she was cuddling with her with her boy, you know, her boyfriend, her husband, whatever at the time. And literally the only change is that they're both lovey-dovey in one and then the lightning flashes and she's got a knife in his heart and he's bleeding. And that's, that's the, and it goes back to normal. That's the stabby, stabby one. That's you can find these all on Google. It's a quick Google search. search. These are all real. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? I, I, the, I love the use of art in the haunted mansion and the way that they play with it in the stretching portraits and the I changing agree. portraits and the, and the busts. And like, there's, there's lots of, there's lots of playing with the idea of art, which is not something you see in haunted houses before. You know what I mean? Really. And by, and by yeah. taking the scare and putting it into art, by taking that kind of a thing and turning it into like some beautiful portraits, like it, 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 it heightens the idea of it being scary. You know what I mean? Right. It's like it's like it's like the caviar of spooky shit. You know exactly. It catches you. It, it's like the perfect amount. It's like it's like I don't know. It's a good setup. It's a good delivery, and it's like the perfect amount of unnerving without being too right. scary. Right. It's like it's like a fancy fancy scares. Mm. <laughs> High class scares. Organic scares. Yes. Um, one more that I want to go over that comes back because because I want to talk about it that comes back uh to pirates of the caribbean eventually and later on in the haunted mansion is daphne and it's the greek uh mythological feature figure daphne posing like a tree and then she just turns into a tree over the course of the chain oh interesting so that'll come back so just keep oh, daphne in okay head. not the scooby-doo one the the, the 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 mythological one right so those are most of the unused changing portraits. Some of them weren't even meant to change. Some were meant to be to have eyes following you, which is what some of the original portraits did when Disney World opened. Now they're all changing. But back when it first opened, their eyes would follow you oh, as your Doom Buggy road past. But the effect didn't really work because it would follow one Doom Buggy. And so it would work for like a third of the Doom Buggies. So most right. guests wouldn't be able to experience that. Meanwhile, with the negative impression busts, another effect, it follows your eyesight individually. You know how that works? Right. I can go into it for our viewers. For the the, the bus who's, who follow you as you walk past, it's actually a negative impression. It's backwards the way that you think it would be. It's like like a right. shell of the bust. They trick and so you. that way, what was that? They trick you. 
Yeah. And so they shine the light on in a certain way. So it makes it look 3D. And so whenever you walk past it, it just looks like it's watching you. I can see it. I talk about it a lot of my videos. I can see both the effect and how it's done at the same yeah. time in my head. And it freaks Ooh. me out when, I, when it happens. Have you contacted like the CIA? That might be a skill they need. I think I've, well, I've started trying to lift spoons with my mind and it's, it's, I'm How's getting, it going? It's yeah, no, it's going pretty well. I'm working my, I've worked my way up. My question is, like, my question is, how is it? There's either the spoon is moving or it doesn't move. How is it getting there? Well, I feel like it might out. happen, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no. I've been looking and you occasionally. You, you sit down and you're like, this is the one. This is the time, right? Because it <laughs> might, because it might be the time that you do that. It might be the time. It's not a bad. It's all, about, it's all about the way you go, and it's all about up here. It's right. you know, you just got to be positive about. I'm it. gonna bend the spoon with my brain today, and if you One don't, it's just another journal entry. It's like, dear One diary, today, days. today I didn't bend the spoon. I feel so like that joke got... really petered out without a solid like footing. I'm really, I want to apologize to the audience watching. Uh, <laughs> So this is a written formal apology from Disney Dan to our viewers. So we're talking about the, we got off track, but we was, it, was, it was a good conversation. Well, the differences, I think we the differences right? Between the Disneyland and, and from, and to Disney world. Yeah. And what the interior of the house was based off of the right. European castles and the unused changing portraits, the Winchester mystery house. I'm sure you may have heard of at some point. Right. I've toured there once. And it's very, very haunted mansion. You go through these rooms and you can see the influences, the wallpaper, the woodworkings, all sorts of things are all very, very haunted mansion. Or I guess in the haunted mansion, they're very Winchester house. Right. Would be more appropriate. Um, and so the story of the Winchester house, the heiress of the Winchester fortune, as in the Winchester rifle and guns, and, uh, moved out to San Jose, California. Uh, was haunted by the ghosts, allegedly haunted by the ghosts of all the people killed by the Winchester rifle. What a burden, that poor woman. She just got yeah. boarded. She didn't chose. She didn't choose to be a Winchester. She didn't choose to be followed around by the the dead souls of all of her dad and her grandpa's guns. That that seems like a either that short or she had undiagnosed Alzheimer's because it was the 1800s. Possible. Also. I'm think I'm leaning more towards go, gun ghosts personally. I mean, it's it's that's more fun. So you get an old lady by herself with what account? What amounts to millions and millions and millions of dollars back then in San Jose, California? <laughs> right. Mentally unstable. What's she gonna do? She's gonna build a house. And how big is the house gonna be? Huge. In her mind, the house is going to never. It's never gonna stop. It's never gonna end. Right. Because the ghosts need somewhere to occupy in her head. So she builds this huge mansion and then just keeps adding on. You're going to have stairways going to nowhere, doorways dropping off the second story. Um, weird, weird hallways that don't really make sense. Doors that lead to nowhere. That's what the uh, endless staircase in the world haunted oh, mansion yeah. is based off of. Which is a, a big difference. House. And I love yeah. that room. It took me the longest time to realize that the the footsteps are going to the candelabras and blowing out the candles. It took me the longest time to put two and two together. I was probably like 27 by the time I figured that out. 
See, I guess I guess I'm not the haunted mansion expert because I never noticed that. Yeah, the footsteps walk towards the candles, then the footsteps stop, and then the candles get blown out, and then the candles, uh, the footsteps disappear, and the candles relight. Huh? That poor guy. That poor ghost. Yeah, stuck forever, just blowing out some candles. What up? Trying to get. Just trying to get some rest in the dark. That sucks. All these tourists going through your your stairwell. Yeah. Relighting all your candles. There's, okay, so I'm going to go on another tangent. In the room before the endless staircase is the conservatory with the ghost playing the piano very lightly here. You go into the endless staircase scene, it's overwhelming. The sound of the piano is everywhere, booming from all directions in that room. Right. So not only is this guy have to put up with tourists, the light always reigniting itself, but there's also the pounding sound of a ghostly piano playing the same eight bars of Grim Grinning Ghosts for Eternity. Right. Also, and one of the last times I wrote it, someone had thrown a Dasani water bottle onto the onto the stairs, which has <laughs> I gotta say has never once occurred to me. What if you have if you're someone who's like throwing a hair tie or a water bottle or a penny? Why? What? Leave a comment and tell me what's wrong with you. Like what, what, who didn't pay enough attention to you as a child that you now need to act out in such a way to like get to like desperately. I, no one, I'm so, I'm so invisible. I have to throw garbage onto rides. Now, now when everyone rides past this, the sunny water bottle, they're going to think of me. Yeah. They're going to know I was here. Like (laughs) Craig, get it together, man. No one cares. You know, like go get a degree in marine biology or something. Go save a whale because no, no humans don't have any interest in you anymore, buddy. Like, the yeah, you are I, invisible. Get a dog. The only one I really understand is the hair ties on Everest because they're just always there. There's so many of them. Well, because you, you know what, every, you know the. Opposite. <laughs> no, the Yeti's hairy. You know what I mean? I, I can. Right. The people throwing hair ties on the Everest is to me the same as people dumping ashes on Haunted Mansion. These just seem like practical things we're doing. You know what I mean? Right. Like we're, st- we're we're depositing the spirits of our loved ones into a haunted house, and also we're tossing hair ties to uh, the the poster model for L'Oreal. Uh, curl shines and bounces. And then Disney deposits the spirit of your loved one into a vacuum cleaner, which gets deposited into a landfill. Right, we just got them up the ashes. Yeah, we gotta. I sometimes I think I sit up at night. Sometimes, oh my gosh, this might be just a fun episode to do. Sometimes I sit up at night and I just think Ocean's Eleven style how I'd get ashes into the hot adventure. (laughs) (laughs) You got. There's got to be a way. And you know what? If you lower your standards, I bet you can get. I'm sure if you had someone on the inside to help you too. Right. And I don't need them I don't need them sprinkled. Like I'll just like like I'll just I'll I'll dip like a like a piece of like packing tape into some ashes. It's like here, I got it. This is all I need. There's there's enough soul bits on this little piece of tape with with stuff. And then I'll just, you know what? Just throw it away at the haunted mansion. (laughs) 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 Just throw away a, a, a like a dusty piece of tape in the haunted mansion. No one's going to look twice at it. Mission successful. They're going to say, oh, that's that piece of tape that's been there since 71. You don't know how that's... long it takes them to empty garbage cans there. <laughs> you don't know. You don't um, know. Honestly, 
Packing tape, ashes, underside of Leota's table. Someone in the in third shift. That's well, how. How are you going to get there, man? Third shift. Third. You got. You got someone on the inside. Oh, you, you always have. Well, or you got to be greasing someone on the inside. You know what I mean? Like right, they've gotta, got a kid gotta, in daycare or something. You're paying up. for it or something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, Winchester House. <laughs> yeah, Winchester House. So when you walk into the haunted mansion, you're in the foyer at Disneyland, which is inspired by the ballroom at the Winchester House. They look very, very similar. They're oh, same, cool. similar sizes. Similar wallpaper, woodworking, chandelier. So that is almost a one-for-one recreation of the ballroom from the Winchester House. Meanwhile, the graveyard in both of the mansions, not just the Disneyland one, but also the Walt Disney World one, are very... They're very New Orleans with the music that plays. Mm. They are with yeah. the tombstones that are used. They didn't bother to sort of make it look more New Englandy for for Walt Disney World's uh, mansion. They kept it. It's I think I think it's exactly the same. I you know what? I scene. had never even thought about that, and now that I have, I'm upset. It's like <laughs> you it's feel like, like they could have done something. It's like what, what, what uh, we were all confused about Batu. We're like, why are they doing this? Why are they just right. building two of these? It's just what they do. Why don't I get, have a little bit of variety? Paris. They they throw they throw cowboys at the end of the Paris one. Why right. they put they put a piano player in there? I'm so disappointed. I've never been this upset about how to manage. See, but now now you know, and that's the point of this. You're podcast ruining my to, life. The power is to peel back the curtain and show you how both of the haunted mansions are actually oh, wow. just yeah. terrible. So the, the graveyards are the same at both. And I never even, and, and you're right. They, they just stuck to the whole New Orleans flair of it, especially mm-hmm. with the band, like with all of that. Playing the very New Orleans style music. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The barbershop quintet. It's not a quartet. There are five of them. That is also something very New Orleans-y. Well, one's off um, on his solo career. The broken bus. Yeah. He's uh, is it like Uncle Theodore, I think is his name. Do you think if you pick the broken head up, and left the graveyard, it could still sing. Right, now, are we using the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie as no, no, uh, canon let, as baseline for this? Well, let me tell you a tiny little secret. Secret time. I All have right. never watched. So, every, hold on, real quick, real quick, before you get into that, everyone who's watching this, mute your video. It's too mute late. It right now because this They've is just between heard. me and Dan. They've already heard. Okay. They've already heard. Well, I mean, the secret time's with them too. Okay, like, yeah, we're all I, in I on this together. Be. But no. I've never watched the Eddie Murphy movie. I've not watched it. It's on Disney Plus, man. I've not. Disney. I've not so, done it. I've. I've not. I've just. I just know that it's not good, and I just love the mansion too much. There are three parts to watch. Okay. The first part is the intro to Madame Leota's room. The second part is when they're in the graveyard talking to the busts, and the third part is the two-second clip of the hitchhiking ghost standing there. That's it. That's all you gotta watch. Leota. Plus. You get all this? <laughs> oh, I'm writing this down, buddy. I'll give you the timestamps after the show. They're, are they, they're, they're tattooed on your back. You just can't see them right now. You yeah, have to get a mirror. yeah, no, I have it. I have it. It's, it's up here. They're tattooed on your back, but they're tattooed backwards so that when you look at a mirror, you can always just, you just get a little over the shoulder and be like, oh, I got to watch that Leota scene. What over? <laughs> can you imagine the face of the guy who, had to, who I walked into the tattoo parlor and I told him to give me that? 
you know what? People get the stupidest things tattooed on them. I'm sure that you <sighs> saying I want three timestamps tattooed on my back, he'd just be like, all right, buddy, that'll be $75. And he'll take it's your money. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanted it like tattooed, like in like with Celtic flair around your nipples, I'm sure he's right, probably going to be like different. that one. He's going to tell his friends about. But if you just want some numbers tattooed on your back, I'm sure he'll do that for you happily. Like, yeah, this guy came in and he wanted three very specific segments from the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie tattooed on his back, and I, I told him five hundred dollars, and he said yes, so I did it. Right, I tried to price him out of this terrible life decision, but he he was persistent. Yes. He, yeah. he had money to burn and yeah. and Eddie Murphy memories to immortalize. <laughs> he said he would have gone higher. That we we'll put that on your tombstone: money to burn, Eddie Murphy mo- movie moments to immor- uh, immortalize. To immortalize, and uh, <laughs> this guy must have loved the haunted. Is Mansion it movie. is it terrible? Like, is it gonna make me? Is it gonna be like? Am I going to bail out? Is it like, is it even watchable? Can, will I make it to the end? Like, it's I mean, not, I, I like the country bear movie. It's not country bear bad. I don't think it's bad enough to bail. Honestly, it's not okay. good. It's just very like, it's very mid two thousands comedy. You know what I'm really hoping is to Disney gets to the point where we get like a haunted mansion, Disney plus 10 episode series. You know what I mean? I think the Haunted Mansion would be better suited as a series than as a movie. Right. Like, I want an anthology Haunted Mansion show that goes into the history of each ghost. Yes. We have 999 of them. Right. Because I'd I'd even say, like, even of each mansion, because the original script for the Guillermo del Toro movie. Whoa, back up, buddy. That is, we've got four mansions. That's like, that's approximately 2,700 ghosts, if my math is correct. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you're forgetting the other 99. Oh, God, my computer monitor turned off. Get your abacus out. So, brief interruption. We were talking about the Guillermo del Toro Haunted Mansion movie and how right. the, the original oh, script was so it was going, oh, They released a trailer for it at Comic Con that never ended up going through. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's not like actors or anything. It's uh, Ian McShane, I think, Blackbeard from Pirates 4, if you remember him. Uh, of course. As the ghost host giving the spiel of consider this dismaying challenge or considering this dismaying observation, this chamber has no windows, no doors. And then it flashes the logo with the classic stretching room screen. And it's, 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 it's pretty, it, get me, it got me hyped. It's not happening anymore. Uh, the forget story. the Snyder. Forget the Snyder cut. I want the the Del Toro Mansion. Del no Toro Mansion cut. So the original story for the Del Toro Mansion, the script was that it was going to be covering all the mansions all over the world, um, and they would all be controlled. The, the The mastermind behind the mansions being haunted would be the Hatbox Ghost. And so the Hatbox Ghost would be the main antagonist of this oh, movie. Wow. Um, so yeah, check out the trailer. Just look up like Haunted Mansion Comic-Con trailer. It's like the first one. Wow. It's very fun to see. It's just a wait. little piece of lost Disney I, just, I love his voice. I love I love his voice. I can't wait to hear him say it. And he was going to be the ghost host. So now we're going to talk about hard shift into the different kinds of ghosts you can find in the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Very, 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 very obvious are the apparitions. Um, so your average ghost 
you see them in the graveyard, you see them in the ballroom. Those are apparitions. You know, you're walking down the hallway late at night, you got your cocoa and your grandma is standing in front of you before disappearing in the mist. That's an apparition. Yeah, where did that woman go? It's happened to all of us. Right. Right? Yeah, at I'm least twice. Alone. At least okay. twice. Glad to know I'm not alone. Um, so Once when I was getting common. a bagel, I you just thought my blood sugar was Yeah, I just thought my blood sugar was low. I was hungry. Mm. I saw a woman. She vanished. I figured it was time to get some carbs. Ah, <laughs> uh, grandma? Yeah, uh, whatever. Um, so this, uh, the apparitions or the specters are the most obvious kinds of ghosts that you find right. in the mansion. But there right. are also zombies. You find the zombies in the corridor of doors trying to get out of his coffin. That oh guy my is a gosh, zombie. you're right. There are zombies. That's a zombie. And in the graveyard scene, the pop-ups behind the tombstones are also zombies. The ones that like pop up and scream at you are zombies as well. Are the zombies part of the 999 Happy Haunts? Does a zombie have a soul or is it just They're a undead. lifeless, reanimated corpse? Well, the, the guy in the coffin knows that he wants to get out. He's still he's right. still there. And he can speak. I always thought he was a vampire in the coffin. Really? That was the vibe I always got as a kid. Yeah. See, see I And the reason why his... he couldn't get out is because there were so many nails, and vampires are really averse to pointy things. That's the thing about Haunted Mansion is the effect is like, as soon as you leave the scene, stuff starts falling apart. So, like, it's supposed to be as soon as you leave, as soon as your vision focuses off of the guy trying to get out of the coffin, he gets yeah. out. As soon as you oh. leave the corner of doors, all the doors swing open. You know, that's that the idea. That's that's supposed to be the idea. There needs to be a brochure explaining that, man. Like, I had no idea that was. I, you know what? I never once thought about the storytelling perspective of a single ride experience on this ride. In that or way. even of because, a single scene, right? Yeah, because it's 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 a it's a rewritable thing, right? But you're writing through it in one moment of time every time. If you were to right. say. If you were to able right. to go through, speed up the ride timeline in the world of the ride by two minutes, everything would be completely different. Crazy. So what, Crazy you're saying, what you're saying is Haunted Mansion's Groundhog Day. Haunted Mansion is Groundhog Day. I believe Eddie, I, I, I believe, uh, I'm talking, thinking Eddie Murphy. I believe Bill Murray mentioned 999 Happy Haunts in that movie. So yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, so you have zombies. You have spirit orbs in the Walt Disney World version of the ride. He's in Madame Leota's room, tracing out the signs of the Zodiac over the hallway where you come in. That is a spirit orb. Another way they can manifest. Oh, really? They're doing Zodiac signs back there. That's what it is. It's it's tracing out the signs of the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. And then you have wraiths. Wraiths. Very scary. In the ballroom scene. And in the graveyard scene, riding bikes. So, like, right when you come into the graveyard. Yeah, they're on bikes. So, when you're riding, about to ride past the crashed hearse, look, I believe, to the left. And they're going around in circle riding bikes. Oh, yeah. Bikes. Bikes. It's a a hat. It's a party. It's supposed to be an app. You know, it's a swinging wake. Everyone brings a bike to a funeral. (laughs) Wait, you don't? I mean, like if I'm riding a, that's my main mode of transportation. Yeah, I guess I am. Uh, and then you I, just I, ride around the coffin the whole time. 
Yeah, I don't have like a black bike or anything to ride, like to be respectful. It's going to be like right. know, neon green. I'll be wearing a well, black least, suit. The least you could do is spray paint it. Like, at least try it. Like, come on. Bro, I'm not going to spray paint my nice bike for one funeral. All right. <laughs> Wait, you're only going to one funeral? This Why? Bike? I mean, how many funerals are you going to on a regular basis that you need to spray paint your bike how do you black? Think I make my, what do you think my I'll just job get is? like a city bike or something. I'll go on Craigslist and get, I'll just buy a $50 funeral bike. <laughs> and I'll just keep it. I'll just keep it somewhere. I don't know where. I don't have anywhere to so keep this funeral bike. That's what we're gonna do. That's gonna be our plan for when YouTube ev- eventually collapses in on itself. We're gonna open up a, a funeral bike parlor. Funeral bike business. Come on down. Get your funeral bikes. Ride <laughs> them like, till you die. Funeral bike. Well, I'm and glad <laughs> bikes you love so much, you want to take them to heaven. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hi, I'm Randy from Funeral Bikes. We got all kinds of, and we ship them in boxes that look like coffins. Right. Pew, 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 pew. That's money there, baby. It's hard, crazy. So wraiths are the ones who are don't have a face. They're 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 dressed in like cloaks. Yeah. They're they're going around. Yeah. About the one the mausoleum is that a wraith in the mausoleum? No. Oh, no. oh tell me. We're getting there. We're going to work our way down the list. Let's let's talk about it, though. Little Leota. Okay. She is not, she is not a wraith. Oh, oh, in the mausoleum in the graveyard, you mean? Yeah. Yes, yes, he is a wraith. Very, I would say he's this. I think about it every time I ride past him. He is the scariest ghost in the mansion. He is the scariest. I think about that every time I ride by the mansion. Hashtag scariest ghost. Soulmates. Yes, he's got those pinpoint white eyes, dude. Yes. It's, it's unnerving. It's yeah. it feels like he's looking right there's at like, you. There's like a light fan blowing on the piece of fabric he's painted uh, on. Yeah, it makes uh, him really bench. spooky. <laughs> it's spooky so bench. convincing. Is that the bedsheet ghost? Is the scariest ghost in the mansion? Is that wrong? It's the simplest effects are the most convincing. I mean, until they put that Chris Christie transforming portrait in there, I think that's that, definitely where we're going to have to go. I'm going to have to over my eyes every time I walk past that. So we're talking about the other mausoleum now. We're going to go ride past the Hitchhiking Ghosts. Depending on yeah. what, what coast we're on, we'll either right. get off our Doom buggy or we'll ride past her. Little Leota is, some people think she's just, you know, far off into the distance or she's just tiny, but she is what is referred to in mythology as a sprite or a wisp. Oh, really? Yes. So, wow. When you look first, look at Matt, first look at Little Leota. She looks like a bride, right? She looks like a second bride, a smaller yeah. bride. Yeah. She's not wearing a wedding dress. She's wearing a white cloak, and she's not holding flowers. She's holding spices and herbs. You know, like KFC, that kind of thing. Um, but she is not a bride. She is just a woman in a cloak. And on her way to fry a donkey and some washibi. Oh, that's how it ties together. All right, end the podcast. <laughs> Hit the button, bail out. We got the good joke. We got, <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Where's the eject button? Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, so she's not far away. She's just she's a tiny spirit. She she's a wisp or a um, what you would call a sprite, uh, and that is what little Leona is. There are more. You can talk about possessed objects, which are the doors and the, the the gargoyles in the stretching oh, yeah. room. Yeah, 
Doors oh, in the yeah. corridor, doors. That's a good clock. point. These I'm not attributing for the fact that there's like a specter behind each one of those doors doing something. Right. Well, I believe that's the case for some of them. There's one that's trying to be pried open similar to the coffin, but there's one door that's breathing and there's ghosts that are, you know, I believe yeah. that would be a possessed door. But then moving on to doors that are knocking themselves, there are right. books flying all over the place in the library. Those would Real be poltergeist, poltergeist stuff. Yeah. yeah. Poltergeist. You're way ahead of me on this. Yeah. yeah. I think we just, we just had some synchronicity. We said poltergeist at the same time. Yep. Uh, if we were child, if we were middle school girls, we would say jinx and say the next person to talk would owe them a Coke. Uh, because that's well, you're talking right now. So I do actually need a Coke. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll mail you one. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> And then there is one last one, which is a little weird. They're called funnel ghosts, where you don't see them, you don't hear them, you feel them. Um, cold spots, you know, cold chills. Those are called funnel ghosts, according to folklore. And so when the ghost host is talking about hot and cold running chills, those are funnel ghosts. Oh, so they're just mentioned in name only. They're no, there's no like spooky cold tubes. I mean, unless you're, unless you are in you know sort of the central Florida heat, and right. you walk inside the haunted mansion. Yeah, you ride, you ride, uh, you ride that with some sweaty underwear. You're gonna get some chills. You're gonna, get, in, you're in gonna experience some funnel ghosts firsthand right. on that one. Yeah, you're gonna get some. Yeah, you're gonna get a funnel ghost. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what funnel that means. For the sun don't shine. <laughs> Oh, you took it there. You took it there. One last ghost, and that's the hellhound in the graveyard. That's it. Oh. Wait. Yeah, there's a haunted dog, isn't there? So there's a normal dog. You know the normal dog. And then there's a haunted dog who's howling as you ride past. It's a hellhound. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't even know that there was Kate. Like, you don't don't even think about the canine. You 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 know about the pet cemetery, but you don't think about the canines. You don't, don't think, think about, about the actual. Yeah, he's taking. Is so he is one of the nine hundred ninety nine happy hearts. Wow, he's not even human. You've opened my brain up about how to just conceptualize other haunts that you can't even see. And now there are even more ghosts, but they are not. They are not in the U.S. mansions. We're going to be talking about that. Oh yeah, in the next episode. So come back. Hurry back. So people in the comments were like, that's what we need to be saying at the end. Okay. We'll give them a few hurry backs before we sign off here. But you know what? I still like the whole hitchhiking thing. Like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Look at my hair. What is going on here? The ghosts are like this, right? But in all the movies and everything else, when you see someone actually hitchhiking, it's just the thumb out like that. What's the deal? Well, you know what? That's hand great. Hand. But you know, I think you, you you know what you make a great point. But I believe that Walt was just trying to show off audio animatronics and the fact the that they can move. <laughs> Wait, real ghosts. Cut the episode. Well, Dan, cut the this episode should be titled "Dan Ruins the Haunted Mansion for Dallin." I gotta like use my headphones to like smush out this terrible hair atrocity. Well, there it's we go. all good. No, it's this back. episode. Uh, dude, this I you taught me so much about the mansion in this episode. Stuff you wouldn't even think about. Stuff, I, I learned these things while researching them. I didn't think about all the different kinds of ghosts and zombies and funnel ghosts in the mansion. What a great idea we had to do this. 
You're welcome, America. Yeah, the whole world, honestly. And an alien or two that's catching this, the FBI agents assigned to us, you're welcome. This is probably some brevity. Just America next week. We can bring the French into it this next episode. Oh, right. We're going to allow the French and the British people to experience the Haunted Mansion. With their their bread and their fries. Yeah. Or, no, chips. Oh, chips, yeah. Chips, chips and whatever. What are they? Beans on toast for breakfast? Come on. Come on. This is ridiculous. We don't need beans. Thank you all for watching. (laughs) What Uh, a high note to leave off on. Just dig at the British. Right. Go after them. Uh, Let us know. uh, Just say hi to us in the comments on social media. Yes. Uh, Patreon. Well, no. Actually, no. We don't have a Patreon. We have a Discord. We've got other things. Just look for the description in the link. Look for links in the description. I also like these things to be a little uh, sort of interactive. So tell me, tell us in the comments below, what uh, what did you learn from the, this episode? Or what is your favorite type of ghost you can find in the haunted? Right, we would like a three-page double-spaced essay about what you yeah. learned today. Times New Ro- well, it's got to be in Courier, uh, uh, the Courier font. I know you can't change fonts on YouTube, but they can probably figure out how. No, they can. I've seen it. Okay, they'll do that then. Tell us, do you like ghost orbs or do you like funnel ghosts when you walk in from the central Florida heat? <laughs> Foolish mortals, everybody. Foolish mortals. Hurry back, guys. Hurry back. Hurry back. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still sticking with my. I'll see you all a little later. Well, as we follow you home. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, you and you've got you've got the lead, dude. You've got the lead. you know what though? Uh I'm I'm that I'm that chubby one with the with the doctor bag. He's just hanging out. Phineas Plum. Oh, is that his last name? Plum? Yeah, he has a ghost jar, a host of ghost jar, and it's got his first and last name on there. Oh. Wow. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion.